Hello, Legends Franchise League. This is your commish back again after uh, another short hiatus from the pod. Um, it's been a little busy for your commish this summer. Um, but we are back with the next episode. Um, we're closing out the series. We've got a few more teams. And uh, today I'm talking to the newest owner, the brand new owner, Jason Garter. Did I say that right? Yeah, you got it. Okay, I got it. It's not Gardner. I bet you get that all the time. Uh, more often than you would think. There's no end. There's no end. Yeah, thank you. So I'm Tyler Field, but everyone says Fields with an S. Yep, I've got you saved in my phone as Tyler Field. You probably do. And you know what? I'm not even offended because it's just it's water off a duck's back. I get it right. all the time. But it is Field singular because you only need one. Anyway. So we got Jason on the pod. So Jason, you know some guys in the league. How did we get connected? Yeah, so I'm actually uh, Grant and Kyle's brother-in-law. I'm married to their younger sister. Blinking the baby sister. Okay. Um, how long have you guys been married? Uh, it'll be seven years this week. Okay. So you've been in the family for a while. Kyle and Grant, listeners, uh, they know them well. They've been in the league since the beginning. Um, gosh, they've changed their name so many times. That would be the Bronchies and the Funky Bunch. Yep. And then we've got Jason, who's taken over the Squatches League, with the, the team which we're going to rebrand. Um, we've talked a little bit about a name. Have you got any more ideas, or you, or you think you've nailed it? You know, I... I, I don't know that I'm 100% there. Uh, I feel good with something around the word inertia. I don't really know why, but it sounds good. I was thinking maybe even changing my name to Feel My Inertia. Oh, man. You know, I could I could work something up yeah. for that. Yeah, absolutely. We could definitely brainstorm some imagery around Feel My Inertia. <laughs> But I, was, I felt like it, it sounds strong and also mysterious. Definitely, you know? definitely. A little bit um, sensual as well, um, which you can't go wrong with. You know, a big uh, group of guys together, you know, talking about their inertia and their football teams. But that's what we're here for. So I like it. Um, we'll definitely get together some more over text, and we'll get that rebrand issued to the league site to the group me and the rest of you listeners can check out uh which i believe should be the final team this summer barring any more mysterious um absences um of course i i don't know if we're even gonna play football it looks like they're gonna start the season yeah so let's let's uh let's go back we can talk more about that in a minute but let's go back to jason uh how long have you been playing fantasy football Probably about, I don't know, maybe like 10 or 11 years, something in there. I started in college, and yep. so I graduated in college about 10 years ago. Yep. Okay. So, Where, where'd you go to college? I, what's up? Where'd you go to college? Uh, Oklahoma Baptist University. Okay. It's in, uh, that was Mike Shawnee. I don't know if you know it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. OBU, right? Bison? Yeah. yeah. Or Buffalo or something like that? There's a bison. Okay, there you go. Um, green and yellow, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you around here? Yeah, so I live in Edmond. 
Oh, okay. And uh, my family grew up in Oklahoma. Um, small town up near Kansas is Blackwell. So we're oh. all my family, uh, mom's side, dad's side. Lived there for a while. We moved to Indiana when I was a kid. And uh, so a bunch of the guys in the league that you'll get to know are from my Indiana connections. Went to high school in Indiana. Um, you know, there's there's multiple guys in the league that I went to high school with or college with. Um, you know, Josh Mitchell is remember the Titans. Uh, we went to high school together. Um, then there's, uh, let's see, there's Cameron Chapel. He's the guard of war team. We went to high school. Um, Jacob Fitzgerald is the Wookiees. He's in Indiana. Uh, we didn't go to high school together. Um, but he worked with another guy I went to high school with, uh, Cyborgs, is Derek Neal. And then Chris Shute, uh, Zebra Cakes. Uh, we all went to the same high school. So we've been playing fantasy football together for a while, uh, mostly like redraft leagues. And then we started the Dynasty League in 2014. And I was working with Kyle. So uh, Kyle and I don't work together anymore, but at the time we did. And I invited him. He invited Grant. Um, I've got some of my other Oklahoma friends. So I went to college in Oklahoma. I went to UCO. Okay. Uh, so, you know, go Broncos. And then I've got a, a couple guys in the league from those connections. So the league is um, really all over the place. My brother's in the league. He lives in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, there's the mysterious uh, Cole Demmer that nobody even knows if he exists, but he, like, reportedly lives like in Boston area, um, he, he does have a pod episode. You'll have to check it out. So he at least has a voice. I don't know if it's like a robot, a computer, or if he actually is a real person because no one actually knows him. But um, he's been a member for a few years. So uh, you'll kind of slowly get to know some of these guys through GroupMe, through trading and stuff like that. But today we're just mostly talking about Jason. Um, went to OBU, started playing fantasy football in college, right? Okay, and have you played in the Dynasty format before? Not full-out Dynasty. I'm in another league uh, with Kyle, actually, where it's you keep, like, two players each year. Yeah. Uh, but this is my first full-out Dynasty. I pretty much have done redraft and in a lot of DFS, so that's kind of okay, you know, that's newer. Okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah, we're... Uh... We were all new to Dynasty when we started this league in 2014. Literally every single owner. And we made a lot of dumb moves. And others benefited from those moves, even though they were dumb themselves, didn't know what they're doing. So um, I like to think we're all veterans now, even though there's plenty of guys in the league still make dumb moves. But uh, I mean, it's probably me included. But it's a fun group of guys, and we're excited to have you and your experience. Um yeah, thanks. Looking forward to being here. Yeah, awesome. So we'll talk about you've already made a move. You took over the team, mm -hmm. gosh, um, a month ago, maybe three weeks ago. Right. Um, and you made a big trade. Uh, this was, I think, during the draft or right after the draft started, something like that. Uh, I had got you in. three hours, and then I was you know, trying to kind of jump off the deep end there. Yeah. Okay. So tell us what the experience of like the new guy in the league. I I asked uh, Alex about this. So there's a guy. Uh, he's the Smash Chipmunks. Is Alex Coney. He is also new this year. So he got in just a few months before you. 
So there's two of you brand new to the LFL this season. Um, and I asked him how, what his experience was jumping in. So we introduced you into the league. Did you just get swarmed with trade invites or trade proposals? Uh, I don't know about swarmed. I definitely got, uh, I don't know, maybe four or five. You know, because I, I feel like looking at my team, it's, uh, it, it's either like just blow it up or try and win over the next like two years because it's not going to last much longer than that. So I think that everyone else kind of saw that same thing. So trying to, you know, figure out what I want to do with some of the Derrick Henry's type of guys that, you know, could help someone win right now. Yeah, yeah. So that was um, Field of Rings. You guys made a trade. Uh, he is definitely in win-now mode. He's been moving a bunch of assets trying to get get in that playoff hunt. He's previously been just a lotto consolation type team. But but you did give him Josh Jacobs and Greg Olson. Your return was Mark Ingram, David Johnson, Josh Reynolds, Zach Ertz, and a first-round pick. So lots there. Tell me why this move made sense for you. I thought it offered a little bit more, um, uh, some different smaller assets that I could trade away for more picks since I've got, like, no picks coming mm -hmm. in. I want to start adding some more of those, so that's pretty much what I'm looking to do. And okay. I thought I've got some pretty good players that if I did decide to try and make a run at it this season, you know, like if Mark Ingram goes how he did last year, if Ertz does what he does every year, if David Johnson, you know, gets his head out of his ass, like maybe he can do something. So I just thought that there was uh, some potential to it. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, you definitely got a first. Um, and the first, yeah. Yep, you've got you've – got Young players, um, veteran players. I'm sure you've got a lot of more moves in the future. Um, before we get to your roster, I haven't done this pod. Um, it's been, I guess, a month. I think it was July 1st, and today's August 4th, I think. Um, and so much has gone on in the NFL. Have you been following along with kind of what they've been doing, what their pre preparations are? Yeah, somewhat. Uh, probably not as much as I usually do, but yeah, I, I definitely pay attention. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it's a, it's definitely a different mix of of news that we've gotten in previous Augusts, previous late Julys. Um, you know, since we had our rookie draft, uh, July thirteenth. Um, I was probably not any real rookie news, but um, some players have opted out of the season, so that's a thing. Players can now decide, um, I'm just going to take this stipend check that the NFL is op offering, and they can just sit out the season, mostly repercussion-free. I mean, this will affect future deals that they might sign, but um, you know they don't get paid the regular salary that they would have that season. But they you know, stay healthy, they stay in shape, uh, assumingly, and um, you know they're not getting sick or not getting injured. So a few fantasy relevant players have opted out. For those listeners that haven't been following along, um, I think the biggest one was Damian Williams of the Chiefs. I think he had maybe the most fantasy impact. Um, Devin Funches was a wide receiver in a very wide receiver. Uh, thin roster with a really good quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, so that's very interesting, at least. Um, a few other guys here and there. 
that maybe might have had a slight fantasy impact. A lot of defensive players, offensive linemen that, you know, maybe don't affect our fantasy league, but certainly affect, you know, how the season goes um, coming up. So some pretty big name defenders. I remember C.J. Mosley, um, a bunch of Patriots players, some starters, some just kind of like, you know, rotation players. Um, I'm sure there's a list somewhere you listeners can go check that out. But right. but those are still coming in. I believe tomorrow, so we're recording this on a Tuesday. I believe tomorrow is Wednesday is the deadline. So there should not be any more opt-outs after that point. There might be some more today, tomorrow. I'm not expecting any, anything huge or crazy. Uh, the other thing worth talking about is, is the what they're calling the COVID IR, which is for players that are quarantining from the team, which means they either have COVID themselves or they've been in close contact with someone who has and they have to quarantine for a, a few days. Um, most recently, Gardner Minshew was placed on the COVID IR, and then like two days later, he was activated off COVID IR, and he had a press conference today, I believe, or yesterday, saying, you know, I didn't have coronavirus, but... You know, I quarantined because of some other reason, and now I'm back, um, which maybe not a big deal in August, but that would be a huge deal, uh, you know, Saturday night in October, and right. there's no starting quarterback for the Jaguars on Sunday. So what are your thoughts? This is your pod. We want to hear from Jason. What do you think about the season come up? Are you, are you optimistic? Are you pessimistic? Are you just really interested in general? So... I would say overall I'm more pessimistic on it. I think it's probably going to be shortened or potentially canceled. Um, I hope not. You know, I'd miss it on Sundays, but I don't know. I don't think the NFL is doing uh, as much as, like, the NBA is on putting together a full bubble where they can play and you know, they haven't had a case in, in like a week or something now. So it seems obviously what they're doing is working. And I don't think Roger Goodell, he's just like yellowing this year and seeing what happens. Yeah. So I don't have a lot of faith. Uh, I can definitely emphasize that sentiment. I feel like they're kind of scrambling. I mean, preseason games were just canceled like a week ago. I mean, we yeah. should have had preseason games this weekend, I uh, believe, and uh, they – Originally, the four was dropped to two like a month ago, and they're like, ah, that's fine. And then like a month later, like, okay, let's just cancel all of them. And so they're really, um, seem like they're being really reactive instead of proactive. I kind of wonder, you know, back in when the NBA was talking about a bubble in, you know, May, you know, the NFL could have set up something like, I don't know if you have, you, you probably don't have one bubble for 32 teams, but... Maybe you have a East Coast bubble, a West Coast bubble, a North bubble, a South bubble, and maybe you just do like half the AFC is over here and half the NFC over there. I, I don't know, but it's too late for any of that now. Um, I know a lot of stadiums are canceling attendance. So I think the most recent one I read was the Las Vegas Raiders will have no fans. And they're in a new city in Vegas. Yeah, the new city in a new stadium they just built, and they're going to get no ticket revenue for the first year. Um, that's got to suck. Uh, okay. Now, the, the city of Las Vegas, I'm pretty sure, fronted like that whole bill. Okay? It's not even actually the Raiders that are like out that money, but it's actually you know the taxpayers, but 
Um, you know, they brought football to Las Vegas, so. It'll pay off. Yeah. All yeah. It's there, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, pretty interesting. I think some other teams are down to, like, maybe they're doing 20% attendance or 30% attendance or 50% attendance. Um, but, man, yeah, it just really feels like they are backpedaling uh, and just trying not to stumble. Yeah, that's... Uh, we'll see. I think I, I think by week like four or week five, we're, we're gonna have a pretty good idea of what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, and and for a for a fantasy league, I mean, I'm thinking about not doing redraft leagues this year. Uh, maybe just some like free leagues, so I'm not dealing with money exchanging hands. But but my dynasty leagues, I have two dynasty leagues that I'm commissioner of, and this league hasn't paid yet. I need to collect fees pretty soon. Um, we're opening up free agency. Uh, in about 11 days from now for in our league. And so I'll, I'll collect dues then. But, you know, I've got a bunch of money that uh, I'll have to decide, and I'll I'll make this a, a league announcement for week one, but we'll probably do something like if we don't get through half the season, we'll just pay out uh, the top scorers or, you know, maybe, maybe we don't get through a half season and just everybody gets their money back. Um, we might vote on like maybe everyone gets half their money back and the other half gets um, thrown into next season's pot. It'd be kind of interesting. Um, I sure don't know ever have a feel one way or the other. Um, What's the buy-in again? It's twenty-five, so it's not a, it's not crazy um, yeah. you know big money league, but it's sixteen teams, so you know twenty-five adds up times sixteen. Um, do you know how our playoffs work in this league? Have we talked about that? No, I'm not sure on that one. I haven't looked it up. We will do a refresher real quick, and we'll get back to you and your team. Um, because I know the listeners, these guys that have been in the league five or six years, and they're still like, oh, wait, how many are in the playoff game? But it's, it's 16 teams, four divisions. So um, four division winners go to the playoffs. And there's three wild cards, so there's seven playoff teams. The, the NFL has adopted this format as well. So they used to do six per conference. They're going to be doing seven per conference with one bye week play or one bye week team. So that's what we've been doing. The top seed, the 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 best record of the four division winners, they get the bye, and then the other three division winners play the three wild card teams in week one. Um, so that's the championship bracket that advances to round two, and then the finals, and then there's a third place game for third and fourth, and then we pay out first, second, and third. Okay. Um, so and then the the regular season points champion. So whoever scores the most points, regardless of what your record is, whoever has the most points, they get fifty dollars. Um, that's before playoffs start. So that team is always a playoff team. So sometimes they get that money and then they also finish top three. Sometimes they don't. Um, but the rest of the teams, so that's seven playoff teams. So there's nine teams that are not in the playoffs. The five that just missed the playoffs, the bubble teams in the middle, they play a consolation round robin. They play each other for, uh, in a two-week period. And if you win that consolation bracket, your rookie draft pick, which would be used the following summer, um, that rookie draft pick 
is moved up to fifth overall. So you get top five pick. Okay. Um, and that's a team that you might have missed the playoffs by a tiebreaker. And then you're in the consolation bracket. You can win that bracket, and you can get a top five rookie pick. Assuming you still have your rookie pick, if you traded it away, then you, you don't have that. It would Whoever else has it, it would it would be slotted appropriately. The runner-up of the rookie bracket, or the sorry, the the runner-up of the consolation bracket gets sixth overall in the rookie draft. Um, and then the so if you're you keeping track at home, that's seven playoff teams, five consolation teams, and then the four bottom the bottom four teams, their season's over after the season, and those four teams will be in a lottery to decide the rookie draft picks one. Second, you know, first, second, third, and fourth. Um, it's completely random. I just post the results uh, at some point uh, that season, and and then it's, that's just how we we make our our rookie draft order for the following summer. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, it's a lot there. I totally get it. Um, you know, we'll talk more about it. And you know, like I said, someone's gonna someone who's been in this league for six years in week twelve is gonna be like. Hey, Kamish, uh, how many playoff teams are there? Or what if I miss playoffs? What happens again? So, so I'm sure you'll get a refresher. Um, but that, uh, you know, that's the season right now. That's kind of the news we have. Um, we talked about your big trade. Uh-huh. You ready to jump into your roster? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we've I've done this with a few other teams that we've had episodes for. Um, those... Episodes are all on the Spotify link that's on the page. Um, I also post these links in the group me once new episodes come out. So anybody can go back and check those old ones. Um, and we've had no games since then, so not a lot's changed. Um, but if you're interested in your specifically your division mates, you want to listen to them, or you know maybe your your bro-in-laws, you want to check out their episodes, um, definitely can do that. But today we're talking about Jason Gardner's unnamed team. We'll start with quarterbacks. Uh-huh. Um, you've got three, actually. So you'll have to make a move here in the next uh, 11 days. You're aware of that? We have a two-quarterback limit. Got, okay. I did not know that, so okay. that's good to know. Yes. Well, that's uh, easy. I'll be probably dropping Juristin. Okay. I'm before you drop them, I, I bet you could probably find a trade partner. Um, the guys listening right now are probably already sending you something, so uh, maybe drop something in the group me. There are some teams out there that, I mean, everybody's on the two QB limit, so we're all you know tight on quarterbacks as well, but it's a 16-team league. There's only 32 starting quarterbacks, so that's why we introduced that limit uh, on the rosters. Um, but I bet you there's someone out there that would, possibly be interested in him. I think Cam Newton's going to start. Um, yeah, same. I don't know why he wouldn't. Right, yeah, why you you bring that guy in. I mean, what kind of, like, circus would that be if they, yeah. he didn't start? And, yeah. But who knows? Vilchick does what he wants. He doesn't care about, you know, uh, perception or, or hurting feelings. So. Yeah, well, and, you know, Cam could get hurt in week one or two, you know, and yeah, Derek very true. Very true. Pretty, yeah. uh, pretty play. Um, I also think you know, Cam Newton is just good, and Jared Sidden probably is not good, is, not, yeah. is what I think. I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, 
But you got Carson Wentz and Ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger, who missed the season last year. Wentz has missed plenty of time in his career, but he had a healthy season last year. Um, and Ben Roethlisberger, I've read, is throwing. He's 100%. He's ready to go. So um, you've got some guys there. Do you feel like your whole roster is just uh, under construction, so we'll just see what happens? Or do you kind of like Wentz? Long term, you think you stick with them, or you just see what happens? I'm actually probably higher on Wentz long term than most people are. But I think that Philly's offense they've kind of started to revamp it. I think in this year's draft and last year's draft. So you know, last year, like his number one receiver at one point was I think Greg Ward. Oh, you know, like, yeah, yeah, the quarterback yeah. from Houston. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I don't even know where he's at now, but like that was. That was literally the number one wide receiver one on an NFL team. Yeah. You know, it's pretty much as wide receiver one. But so, yeah, I, I'm higher on Wentz than most people. I think he's got pretty high floor and a good ceiling. Um, I also like that I have Earth, so I can stack that and kind of double up on any touchdowns. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of I'm, – I'm pretty happy with, with Big Ben and Carson. Um you know, I'm obviously open to, to I'm I'm literally open to any any certain trade at this point. But yeah, I'm 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 fairly happy with my quarterback spots. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, that's um, the roster. Uh, there's been worse rosters, believe it or not, uh, for new teams taking over. Um, you know, ask uh, Cameron Chapel. Uh, you know what what he took over like three four years ago. Um, but uh, yeah, Carson Wentz. I think you know is probably top 10 quarterback for most people's like, you know, rankings. Um, so we'll see. Um, running backs, you moved Josh Jacobs. We already talked about that. You acquired a couple more backs. You're pretty short on backs anyway. So that, that makes right. sense. Um, Derek Henry, uh, the, the lead horse in the stable, Mark Ingram, David Johnson. Uh, what do you think about these guys? Are, are you excited about Derrick Henry's new deal? Do you like him in Tennessee? I do like that he got a new deal. Uh, I think that makes his value go up quite a bit because obviously after seeing last season, you know, once they finally stopped playing uh, Deion Lewis over Derrick Henry, you could see that, you know, Henry's just an animal. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I don't know why the hell you wouldn't play Derrick Henry. He's, he's like a different type of running back and he's a beast. So yeah, I think that he had some value. Um, I literally yesterday, I just added a few people to our trade block just to just kind of see what I could get, see if anyone's interested. And I added um, all three of the running backs just to kind of see what happened. So. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, I did see that go across my email. Um, I didn't look too closely, but yeah. And I am hired David Johnson this year. Uh-huh. Just because I think if you give up DeAndre Hopkins, which, I mean, that was an idiotic trade on the Texans part anyways, but, like, if you're giving up DeAndre Hopkins for a running back, then you better play them. And I think David Johnson might still have a maybe a year or two good left years in him. So, yeah. you know, do yeah. what happens. I mean, if Carlos Hyde can yeah. be an RB2 last year, I mean, David Johnson certainly can do that and more. Um but I think that's a good point. You're, they traded so much. I think Bill O'Brien, from you know fear of just looking like an idiot, I think he's going to feed David Johnson a lot, try to give him a lot of touches and production. So you know the inevitable questions when they're four and four, like 
do you think this offense is hurting because you don't have DeAndre Hopkins? And he can, you know, talk all about how David Johnson's been grinding and, and churning out the first downs and he pass blocks and he's, you know, blah, 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 blah. So I think that's a, you know, great point. Yeah, I think he's a good, uh, you know, receiving back, and that's pretty much the most valuable thing right now in fantasy football is running back, play all three downs, and are considered the workhorse guys, get 20 touches, and, you know, those guys win leagues. Absolutely. Yeah, I I have a championship uh, in, gosh, when did I win it? 2016? Uh, But I drafted David Johnson in our rookie draft, Really late, like into the second round, and uh, he was so-so that rookie year. You know, he had a bunch of flashes, but I think it was his second year where he really exploded for me and carried me to a championship. So yeah, I mean, the guy had like, you know, 85 catches, uh, you know, 1,200, 1,300 yards, something like that. So yeah, those guys absolutely win leagues. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Uh, Mark Ingram, uh, we, we we could probably talk a bunch about him. Let's move on to receivers because you got a bunch of guys here. Um, it's DJ a Char- yeah, I mean it's it's a cluster, but but some of these guys you think are, well, the the cream will rise, and you can kind of figure out by midseason what you have and what you don't. But DJ Chark had a breakout season last year. Uh, Gardner Minshew's back. They moved on. You know, moved Foles. And Chark did most of his damage with Minshew. Um, so we like him a bunch. Jamison Crowder had a bajillion catches in New York. They added no one that I – I mean, they got like a rookie in the draft. No no big-name receivers. I right. think Jamison Crowder still get a bunch of catches in New York. Um, then you've got, you know, uh, you know Will Fuller. We could, you could talk about him. Uh, Jarvis Landry. You trade for Josh Reynolds. Uh, any of these other names stick out to you? You're interested in in this season? So DJ Chark is definitely my best prospect. You know, obviously he came off pretty good rookie season. Or was that rookie or was it second year? I can't remember. I think it was the second year. Okay, so yeah, I like DJ Chark quite a bit. Um, I'm probably higher on Will Fuller than most people, and especially I think you know I, I don't think that. Hopkins being gone is going to give him a lot more uh, volume, but I think if he stays on the field, him and um, him and Watson have a pretty good connection. So I'm happy with happy with Fuller. Yep, he's got to stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He'll probably play like seven games. That's pretty standard for him. Yeah, well, he'll probably have like his best healthy season, and then he'll like get COVID or something, and he'll miss a bunch of games. Like you know, right. he's had a bunch of bad luck, but. Yeah, he'll probably pull his hamstring and then get COVID while he's on, you know, on the bench already. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll probably sprain his wrist putting on his mask or something. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, Jarvis Landry, he's always really consistent. Um, all my other guys, you know, Crowder is good. I'm not, I'm not very high on anyone else. Cole Beasley, you know, he's got a fine floor, but he's got, like, no ceiling. Same with Randall Cobb. Josh Reynolds maybe could do something now that Brandon Cooks is out of the way. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, they still got Woods and Cup. Who, yeah. Woods and Cup have had injury issues themselves, missing games here and there. So, um, you know, Gurley's gone. You think maybe they'll pass a little more in L.A. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. It could, you know, I, I whenever I was making that deal, um, 
for the, the Josh Jacobs deal. Josh Reynolds was literally like, hey, can you throw him in? Because I, I think he's worth like a dart throw. You know, and maybe it could work out. Probably yeah. won't, but it's a, a pretty cheap option. Yeah, I mean, you've got, you know, those. you only got so many darts, so, you know, why not? Yeah. Um, so, it, like, we had our deal made, and I was like, hey, can you throw in Josh Reynolds? And he wanted Greg Olson, so we literally just kind of, like, swapped those guys. And then Josh Jacobs was him for the rest of the package. Yeah, okay, makes sense. You see, those those are the only those are the things you can only get when you're, you know, in the thick of a a pod or something. You get those um, real interesting trade. Yeah, like how they came up with, yeah. like how. Yeah, for sure. Um, but my wide receivers are, I would say, the weakest part of my roster outside of you know my lack of running back depth. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you got a new tight end, too, Zach Ertz. Uh, Uh A little bit about Philly's weapons. They're trying to upgrade, but he still seems to be kind of, you know, Wentz's number one guy. For sure. Um, And then Jordan Reed's on your roster. Did you know he just signed with the San Francisco 49ers just a couple days ago? No, I did not. That's... He did. Um, I guess that's... I mean, it's not like he's going to take over for Kittle, but that's uh, I think that's more than he had done. Yeah. What I mean, it, good offense for tight ends, we know that much. So um, it's, yeah. also, it's also Shanahan, who was the offensive coordinator for the Redskins when you right. know, uh, Jordan Reed had some of his best seasons. So yeah. it's interesting uh, for sure. I mean, I'd hold on to him, but um, – my second tight end, so he's got to have a roster spot. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You, at least for Ertz's bye week, at minimum. But uh, right. But also just for this season, I mean, you just never know who's going to get sick and miss a week or two or three. Like, you know, depth I think might be as important this year as it's ever been in any fantasy league. Um, yeah. No, I I think you're right. I don't know. You have more than just injuries, you know, at play now. Now you've got pretty serious sickness, so that'll push, that's going to push a lot of people out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, we'll see. It's going to be wild. Um, I just want football. You know, I, I it doesn't bother me if, you know, half the league stars miss half the season here and there, and there's a bunch of, you know, and it's just absolutely wild. I mean, honestly, I'd enjoy it. Um, I'm, I'm more worried about just no football. I mean, yeah. Give me a bunch of replacement players who just happen to be healthier than the other players, and they're still playing games. That's fine with me. But if we have to start canceling games um, because it's the right thing to do, uh, I'll I'll just be disappointed as a fan. So uh, yeah, as long as there's something on, and I don't know how uh, you know how big you are in the DFS, like DraftKings and FanDuel and all that, but mm-hmm. you know. A quarter or half of the league is going to be sitting random weeks. That's going to open up some opportunity for people that that really put in some research oh, as well. Yeah. Can you imagine some of the Millie Maker winners? Like some yeah. of the, just the wild names. Um, gosh, I don't play a lot of DF- DFS, but uh, I did play last week or last year's week one, mm-hmm. and I had uh, Sammy Watkins in a lineup. That was the week he went off, right? Like three touchdowns in 150 yards. 
Yeah, yeah. I had uh, had someone else that went off, too, maybe like Elliot or I can't remember who. I had like half of an amazing roster, and then I had like three or four guys. I had Nick Foles, who gets hurt in like the first or second quarter. Right. Um, I had someone else who like literally had a goose egg, so I I won no money. But that was like the – like the, the biggest gap of like, I had the Millie maker players that would have done it for me if I just could have like, you know, shot par with the other players, you know what I mean? But yeah, brutal. Yeah. I remember that week. Like everyone, Sammy Watkins was like the guy to go and get, you know, try and trade for him in all the redraft leagues. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then he, then he posts literally no touchdowns. The rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. And I think his best game was like 50 yards. Right, until the playoffs. I think they, I think you're right. Oh, goodness, yeah. Okay. Um, you do have, uh, looks like, 22 guys on your active roster right now. Um, we do need to cut to 16 by August 13th. Okay. So I think you could manage four cuts in there. Uh, does, does that include the taxi squad? It does not include taxi or IR. I don't think you have any IR eligible players right now. Uh, so maybe one of them gets sick, you can drop them down there. But um, but it looks like you've got uh, 20 in the active because your two IR guys need to come off. Um, of course, Isaiah right. Crowell, he doesn't even have a roster right now, so that's probably an easy drop. But Yeah, I've got a few. Uh, I think I've got two or three like free agents on my team. You know, like Jay Ajayi. Uh, who else is there? Yeah. Isaiah Crowell. And Taylor Gabriel, I've got three free agents, so you know I'll, I'll be able to cut some space pretty easily. Okay, no problems there. All right, well I will remind everyone in the group me about cut day and trades and and limitations and things, so just be watching out for that. Um, let's do some lightning round, and we will try to wrap this up uh, here in the next uh, endless amount of minutes. We'll see. Um, okay. So, uh, who's your favorite NFL team? Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. All right, my wife is a uh, Washington football team fan. Uh, not a Redskins fan anymore because they're not the Redskins. Right. <laughs> but she uh, despises the Dallas Cowboys. So. Yeah, well, sometimes I do too. So. Yeah, there you go. That's Yeah, they can share that with their own fans. Okay, perfect. Um, who's your favorite college team? OU Sooners. All right, Boomer Sooner. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, what about uh, other f- non-football teams? Do you watch any like? Uh, do you like the NBA? Do you like uh, baseball or? Yeah, I like basketball. Uh, probably the Dallas Mavs would be my favorite team. Okay. Okay. They they're looking. Um, the future is looking bright with uh, Luka Doncic. I can tell you that oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, Gosh, I'm just losing my place here. Okay, what was the favorite live sporting event that you've been to? One of your faves. One of them. Um, yeah, or two, or, or you know, just throw some out there. Yeah. Okay. So probably I, it's one of two. So I, I was courtside one time for a Mavs Hawks game. Yeah. Like little, like on the court. I was probably five feet away from Dirk Nowitzki at one point, um, which for me was like an absolute dream. He's my favorite athlete of all time. Awesome. Yep. That, and then, uh, I don't know, are you an OU fan? Do you know much about OU football? Um, I don't consider myself an OU fan, but I do follow OU football, yeah. 
Okay. So there, I don't know if you remember, like in 2008 or 2009, I think it was OU Texas Tech when it was, I think, the number one and two or one and like, three. The Crabtree and, um, and St. Yeah. Bradford. And... Yeah. And they had, so OU just was smashing them. And uh, they started playing the song Jump Around. And so the entire stadium started jumping around. And I happened to be at that. You could probably find it on YouTube. It was it was crazy. But oh, wow. those okay. my favorite uh, sporting experiences live. Very cool. Okay. Um, what are some of your other hobbies besides fantasy sports? What what kind of what gets you going outside of you know watching sports, playing sports? Yeah, for sure. So you know, spend time with family. Uh, I've got you know wife and two kids, so that you know spend, I spend a lot of my free time there. And then yeah. um, I I'm a real estate investor as well, so that's you know kind of a job slash hobby at the same time. I just enjoy it. So those two things take up most of my free time. Gotcha. Yep. And the sports. In the, in the football, okay. DFS, yep. Um, all right, What what's a conspiracy theory that you kind of think might actually be real? Like, like maybe, even if you just give it like 10% odds that maybe this conspiracy theory has, has legs. Huh. Uh, I don't know. I'm not usually one. I'm not a big one for... That's not your thing? I don't even know where to start on that. Maybe, maybe there's a chance UFOs are real. Yeah. Okay. Area 51. You think there's some yeah. like aliens? Like, there's some some evidence in there out there. And there maybe. You know, I think that there's a chance, but I even that I think is pretty unlikely. So I don't know. I'm not big on conspiracy theories. I don't. I don't. I don't trust it. I, I'm with you. I don't believe any of them, but I believe some of them are true. But I don't know which ones they are because there's, you know, there's so many wackos out, wacky ones out there, right? But like, just just playing the odds, it's telling me that like one of them is is probably like has some legit noise behind it. But you know, I don't know which one. But it, right, some of them are kind of interesting to listen to. But uh, I used to think that Tupac was still alive. I, I don't that point anymore, but that was probably the, the one I believed in the most for a while. Okay, interesting. All right. Um, would you have a mac and cheese or french fries? Uh, mac and cheese. Mm. Uh, okay, root beer or orange soda? That's a good one. Probably, I guess orange soda. I don't, I don't really drink like, you know, Coke or pop at all unless I mix it with alcohol and if I'm mixing something, it's probably orange soda with like vodka so I guess I'll go with that one. Oh, interesting. What do you call that? I don't know. I call it good. You know, I don't have a name. Orange goodness. Okay. Um, what's the heaviest thing you ever lifted? I don't know. Probably something that's like twice as heavy as whatever Grant has ever lifted. Yeah. that that That's probably true. Right. Yeah, so it's yeah, I'm just a little, I'm a lot stronger than he is so I'll probably whatever that is. Okay. Well, it's on the pod so uh it's etched in stone, so it's truth forever. So there you go. I look forward to hearing about that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the longest plane ride you ever took? Uh, I haven't been on super long ones. I guess from uh, like Los Angeles to Hawaii, I think it's like six or seven hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's nothing. I've never really been uh, 
to Europe or Asia or anything overseas. So okay. gotta be Hawaii is cool. I'd like to check that out. Of course, when this you know virus stuff is you know, sure in twenty thirty five when you know everyone who didn't take vaccine number four is right. Dead, uh, and, you know, like you know twenty nine at that point. So who knows? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, the rest, the whoever's left and still alive can go visit Hawaii. Um, okay, so look, what's what's the weirdest look? If you had fingers as toes. Or if you had toes as fingers, toes as fingers, because they'd be like a little stubby, a little short. Yeah, like. they'd be real stubby. They'd be like kind of a waste of space. You know how do you Can't do it? That's, uh, that's why I think it'd be weirder if you had fingers on your feet, because it would just they would look like spider legs or something. Like, ugh, I just just thinking about it like grossed me out. Actually, you might be able to be more effective though, because you could maybe train your feet a lot easier to do things. Yeah, you'd be very. I mean, you could do some some barefoot gymnastics and maybe some moves we haven't seen before. Who knows? But you'd yeah. be able to use your uh, toe toe fingers very well. But um, okay, would you rather have X-ray vision or super hearing? <laughs> they both get you in trouble for sure. Yeah, X-ray vision. Um, I feel like being able to have super hearing could be more beneficial, though, long run. Yeah, uh, I guess it depends on you know what field you're in too. You know, if you're uh, yeah, I don't know. You want to rob banks or something? You can look through walls and 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 vaults and things. But right, um, good enough. Yeah. Okay. Would uh, would you rather live on a private island or a like big city penthouse? Private island. Boom. Easy. That, I love the beach, so I could do that. I'd do that already. I could. Gotcha. What, would your dogs rather live on private island or a penthouse? <laughs> uh, wherever, wherever I'm at, I'll let the dogs go to the other place. God, yeah, smart. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, if you if you could uh, if you had to lose one of these things, you could never use an elevator again, so you had to take stairs always, or you could never eat seafood again. I'll just take the stairs. I like seafood yeah. too much. Shrimp, fish, lobster, all that. Yeah, crab. I choose that. Okay, I'm with you. Of course, then you can walk off all those calories when you're taking the stairs. Right. Yeah, there you go. And most of the time, you know, like here in Oklahoma City, you don't have too often where you need an elevator. So it should only be on big, massive buildings we're when pretty, that comes. We're pretty flat, pretty open. Yeah. Do you have a, do you have stairs in your house? Well, I guess you don't have an elevator house in your house, so it doesn't matter. You've got stairs. Yeah, but. I, I do. I'm kind of used to that. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, that's going to wrap us up. That's Jason Garter, who is uh, team Feel My Inertia. Uh, logo, emblem, branding, TBD, and uh, that's the pod. So appreciate you having me on, Jason. Are you excited for the hopeful season that we have? Yes, very. I uh, appreciate you letting me me jump in the league and on the pod, and yeah, really, really could go for some football soon. So yeah, Absolutely. hopefully it happens. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, we'll be talking. Uh, I'm sure as our league's ramping up and um, getting everything going. So um, I'll uh, holla at you later, man. See ya. All right. Thanks, man. Have a good one.
Yep, bye.